Welcome to episode 23 of the Pinnacle Leadership Advancement Podcast. In this episode, we discuss coaching in the workplace. What does coaching mean and how can we be better in our roles as leaders as a coach? Uh, Jake and I go through some key questions and some resources you can use to develop your coaching skills as a leader. I hope you enjoy. All right, well, welcome back to another episode of the Pinnacle Leadership Advancement Podcast. Uh, Chad Elbert here with my good buddy, Jake. How's it going, Jake? Hey, it's going well, Chad. I'm happy to be here. Awesome. Well, on this, this episode, what we thought we would take on was the topic of what is coaching in the workplace. Uh, if you've listened to all our other episodes, we've, we've covered, you know, what, what coaching is, uh, you know, how, what that looks like, how it, how it differs from other, other met- modalities as they kind of call it out there in the world. Um, but what we wanted to, to discuss today and run through, you know, what, how, how coaching works in the workplace. How do we as a, a mid-level manager become, you know, put on that coaching hat uh, while we're also trying to lead and direct uh, those that report to us? Uh, there's, there's sometimes a fine line there. Some things that sometimes we just have to step in and get things done. Uh, but, but sometimes, and, and that's what we, we try to promote is that, you know, to get more engagement out of our teams, the, the more we can coach the situation, coach those around us and create a coaching culture, we really feel the engagement is going to go up. Is there anything you want to add to that, Jake, before we get get going here? No, yeah, I'm interested in how we strike the balance. So absolutely, this conversation is to really shed light on how we show up as coaches, uh, how we show up as managers, and really strike that balance between directive and asking questions. Excellent. Yes, it is. It is a, a balance. It's a balancing act for sure. So why don't we? Uh, why don't we start with, uh, you know, in the workplace, what does, what does coaching look like? Just kind of we'll, we'll start there. What is what does coaching look like, as opposed to just uh, maybe leading a team? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. So for me, I think. Um, coaching versus I guess leading a team to me leading a team would also include coaching but um, to specifically kind of be you know hone in on on what that coaching um, is doing is it's I think asking questions occasionally to really promote growth and deeper thinking so um, as a coach in a coaching session we are listening to the problem and we're asking questions about the solution. And I think um, finding those opportunities to do that in the workplace, whether it's a work meeting uh, with you know five people in the room collaborating, working on a project, or one person, but asking questions in an open-ended way that uh, really just yeah promotes that thinking. So I guess to say what it isn't, it isn't to ask a question that's prescriptive. Well, why, you know, why wouldn't we do this? Well, that's a prescription uh, that's, that's really saying, I have the right answer. Let's all come along. Um, so the, the coaching is, you know, what is the solution? How do we get there? Um, one question I've found myself asking recently is, what are our action items? What are we walking away with? Just to make sure we are all clear 
on each individual's action items. What, you know, what was the purpose of this meeting? And what are we walking away with that we're all committing to doing? Oh, and oftentimes I'm reminded, oh, you were going to do this. Awesome. Yes, thank you. I was. <laughs> all right. So it's helpful for me too. But that's that's an example of a, of a coaching question that I found myself asking in, in some of the meetings that I participated in. Do you, do you feel sometimes when we, in that team setting, if we, we kind of flip over to being a coach, that, that sometimes it's maybe perceived as, as um, I don't know, being, being passive or, or just, you know, trying to muddy the waters, it, you know, mm-hmm. in a sense, like, mm-hmm. like, what are you getting at? I mean, what, what, have you run, run across that where like asking those coaching questions just is kind of like, are, are we trying to do something without, <laughs> um, I'm losing the words now, but you know, it becomes like a passive stance you're like you're you're asking too many questions what do we just want to get to yeah 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 i'm i think um at this point i'm probably known for asking some of those questions so i think it's probably uh, somewhat expected but i do think that there's even the balance we started this conversation with you know it is a balance i think that to take that too far would almost be like interrogating so like asking just a lot of questions and it sort of feels like there's no answer but we're trying to get somewhere so there is a balance of of bringing in um maybe what i'm observing what i'm seeing some feedback so it isn't just asking questions and sort of this like well i'm gonna deflect my own participation by just asking questions and having everyone else answer them um i do think certainly in the workplace there needs to be my own feedback, observations, contribution, uh, what I'm seeing, and then then asking questions along those lines. I think for me, asking the questions is almost like facilitating. Like, okay, I really want to move this to point towards this, but I don't know what that you know is ultimately. So I'm going to just ask a question to try to sort of spawn that, some fresh thinking around that. Uh, for me, that's, I guess, my approach. Um, but certainly could be overdone where it just feels like, okay, you're asking questions. Where are you trying to get to? Right. Right. Well, and, and that's the, the that that's, you know, this balance, you know, like how do we find this balance between coaching and, and even on the extreme being authoritarian where we're just snapping our fingers, expecting things to get done. And, and I think it's, it's setting the culture for that is that, you know, we want to be coaches. We want to have that hat on, sometimes in creating that culture and and sometimes what i've found and, and you you kind of use those words in there like feed, feedback and whatnot is that mm-hmm. that we have to just take a moment and think about setting the stage for coaching uh whereas in, in which a simple question is that hey are you um are you open to some feedback you know maybe the the person is running the meeting or they're not got an agenda uh or, or maybe it's just a team member's doing something and and maybe it's causing other team members to be less engaged because of their actions. And, you know, if we just jump in and start giving them, giving them information, you know, Hey, when you do this, it comes off a little judgmental uh, and then they're going to be defensive and not even be open to it. And that, that one simple question is like, Hey, are you open to some feedback? It, it can just w- kind of set a, a welcoming stage or, or the person can say, you know, I've got a lot going on right now. Now's not the time. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm open for it, but you know, maybe tomorrow, 
mm-hmm. and, and so th- then you're not going to even get into that that conversation that becomes defensive it becomes um you know disengaging and i think that that's one of the the ways that we we can really structure and, and be aware of how we balance coaching in those roles is to mm-hmm. think about let, let's make sure. And, and that's one of the, as a coach, that's one of the things we can do is a, like a client coachability assessment. You know, is this, is this person at a point where they're really even open to coaching? Right. right. I mean, right. If, if it's not even like an option, we need to go, maybe go a little slower, like mm-hmm. you know, work into this, this thing. And yeah, that's just one of, one of the things I think that you know, as we bring into the team to balance that hat is like, Hey, you know, is there a stage for it? Is there a place for it? Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And I think you're also touching on as coaches, we often ask permission. So, Hey, would it be okay if I share an observation? Um, There's a lot of, yeah, asking permission. It's your call. It's your time in a a true coaching session. And, and so I want to, you know, I want you to get the most out of that. And so it is asking permission. And I think that's really what you're touching on there. Hey, you know, uh, are you open to some feedback? Um, I've got a couple observations. Uh, would it be okay if I share them with you? Is now a good time? Um, and we can really follow that up with a coaching question, right? Okay, here's my observation. What do you, you know, what do you think of that? What comes up for you as I, as I share that information? Wow, I didn't know, you know, I had no idea. Uh, thanks for sharing that can often be a response there. So anyway, um, yeah, asking permission, I think is often important, certainly when we're uh, sharing feedback or observations. And I think that's a coaching mindset. That's something that we can bring as with, with a coaching hat of asking permission. Hey, how are you running the meeting? Would it be all right if I share some feedback? Yeah. You know, I think when we, you know, as many of the topics we touch on, they all, all roll together. I mean, that that one question, though, can also be for some people very scary to ask because that is a way you can coach up. Uh, you know, maybe your your leader is running a meeting and you just see something that's just totally derailing the meeting and, and they do it every time. And in, in, in that question, if we have the courage, take the, the courage and vulnerability to, to ask that question, hey, are you open to some feedback? They might say, they might be like, you know, this person's actually really engaged in my team and is brave enough to come ask me this question. Mm-hmm. And, and now you can actually shape the organization above you, which is often mm-hmm. a, a very a big, a very big challenge for the mid-level manager is, you know, how do we lead up? Um, mm-hmm. Absolutely. And, I, and as leaders, I think we want our employees to do the same thing, right? I think any, any manager um, in that position is going to be, at least from my perspective, it's going to be excited that I've got an employee that's, that wants me to be better, <laughs> uh, I think is ultimately where that leads. Um, and so that would really, for me, be an encouraging thing. Oh yeah. Love to, love to give them feedback. Yeah. Yeah. Cause it's, it's too often that, you know, like it's just kind of one of those things that's a little bit void in the workplace is people actually mm-hmm. sharing, um, true, you know, construct, you know, like valuable feedback versus just, just, you know, kind of complaining about the situation or just t- t- pointing out everything that doesn't work. And, mm-hmm. I, you know, I guess that's another thing I think you, you touched on that is like that, you know, as a coach is, or, or how we bring coaching into leading in the organization is it's really always focused on the solution, mm-hmm. you know, rather than, and I've seen this kind of come out in, in, in the workplace before trying to shape the way we use words 
um, which I think probably gets into neuro-linguistic programming kind of space, right? Is that, you know, they aren't, they aren't problems or challenges, you know, we're looking for solutions. Opportunities. Opportunities. <laughs> right. you know, every, yeah. every problem is an opportunity. And that, that is a valuable skill is like, how do we reframe things into not, not pointing out the negative? How do we put them in a positive light where it's a forward thinking approach? And I think that's, mm-hmm. you know, one thing is, as the, the, when we flip on the coaching hat is like with everybody, we're looking for a common solution. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And so I think one of the other kind of balancing things is there are times certainly where a question is not appropriate where we really do need an opinion, uh, some feedback, direction. Um, and yeah, I've found myself wanting to ask questions. I would love it if I had an um, employee that never had to ask me a question, right? But um, often the question may be, hey, I don't know what direction to go here. Uh, you know, what, what do you think? And me saying, well, what do you think the path to take is? There can be value in that. And I think I have to pick and choose, but oftentimes, um, I think people have probably already thought about that and they're really coming wanting, Hey, you know, what's your opinion? Wanting me to really kind of engage and participate in sharing. Okay. I think this is the direction we need to go. So, um, yeah, I think wanting to wear a coaching hat all the time in the workplace. Also, there's times where there just does need to be, okay, we need to make, we need to head in this direction. Yeah. Cause what, you know, what, in, in, in whatever role we're in, there's a time I'm just reiterating what you're, you're saying, but you know, there's a, there's a time for that coaching, but then there's a time for doing, doing your part. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And that's where, you, you know, we have to be committed and all, all in to do our role. Um, and then if we're not, if, if we're not getting the feedback that we want, as we've kind of touched on in other, other uh, episodes, is we, we can kind of ask for coaching, you know, you flip, flip, flip the role to be the coachee. Mm. Hey, would you be willing to give me some feedback? Mm. Right. Mm. And yeah, that, that's where yeah. we can, we can help create a culture of a culture of coaching by, by flipping hat saying, I, you know, now I'm the coachee. Well, what, what I want from my coach, you know, is it, it, are they sharing the playbook with me? Do I understand what's going on? You know, even if we kind of jump into the sports analogy, sometimes, you know, the, the coaches out there, you know, helping you do the drills every day, knowing, sharing the playbook with you, the theme for the week, whatever it is. But, you know, sometimes if we, if we take the vulnerability and flip over to be, be the coachee, we, we can do as much to facilitate that culture as, as anything else. And, and then that drives our performance up. And, and mm-hmm. right then those around us come with us. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, another idea I had, Chad, was one of my favorite books is The Coaching Habit. Uh, it's by Michael Bungay Stanier, I think. Uh, it kind of goes by MBS. And I'm probably butchering the name. I've never heard it. But he just asked seven questions. And I think um, one of them that has really kind of stood out to me that I really enjoy asking, or I think it's actually even helped me, just personally, but he just asks basically like, what's on your mind? So just going in and having this open question, what's on your mind? Uh, you know, what are some of the problems you're facing? And then like, and what else? Like, again, it's, it's these open-ended questions. Um, 
and then kind of getting into the solution. What's the real challenge for you here? Um, what's the real challenge? So I like that it's kind of narrowing it down. Um, what do you want? And then how can I help? If you say yes to this, what are you saying no to? And then what's most useful for you? But the one that I really like is how can I help? What can I do to help? And I think that that's a great coaching question. Um, you, you know, as a teammate, how I show up, what can I do to help? I'm here, I'm listening to the problems, but I'm not just listening for the sake of let's have a complaint sesh. Uh, you know, I really want to help. Yeah, no, I, I think that those are those are some great, super simple questions. And I, I think sometimes, um, you know, when we're in those scenarios and even coaching or whether we're the coach or the coachee, a lot of times I find people just, they put too much pressure on getting the right answer. Mm. Oh, I, I don't know exactly what I need. I don't know what I need help with. And I'm like, well, you know, just make it simple. Well, you know, today, right now, in this moment, what would make mm. life easier for you? But, mm. but, and I think we can all look at ourselves when we get in that, when we're kind of put on the spotlight, that we all freeze a little bit and panic. Of, oh, you know, I, I might not get the answer right. Mm -hmm. Especially when it's in a coaching, in a coaching standpoint where it's about you there's no wrong answer. Right. Right. That's one right. of the biggest ones that kind of paint the picture for folks is like, this is about you and how you get better. There's no right or wrong answer. It's what works for mm -hmm. you. You know, and that, that's why that, that the question, what else sometimes is very, a very uh, valuable short little question to just get you to dig deeper. You know, mm -hmm. what else, mm -hmm. what else? And, and even like it, that gets us back to, I think this is a, a great, a critical thinking skill is that the five wise process and I talk about all the time. So I'm sure it's in another episode, but you know, that's where, you know, when you, you go, well, you say, what do you want? And you will say, oh, I, this is what I want. Well, why? Well, well, it'll, it'll, you know, I want a new car because it'll get me to work. Well, why is that important? Well, I, you know, mm -hmm. I, I need the job because I need to feed, I, I'm working to feed my family. Well, why is that important? Yeah. I mean, those are, it, but it's just always, you know, doing that that five whys analysis to really get at the root of why you want something. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I think that's a, another very powerful skill we can use, uh, mm. kind of as a coaching role uh, to mm -hmm. solve to to create future solutions uh, within our teams and keep people engaged. Because if if we can really get to the root of why we want to do something, and or, sure. and or maybe because that that does go into some problem solving skills in, in uh, lean manufacturing stuff. It's, it's a critical thinking process of why, you know, this happened. Why? Well, the operator left a screwdriver on the side of the machine. Well, why? Well, you, you're right. And mm -hmm. so you can solve mm -hmm. problems with this really deep dive up approach. Mm -hmm. And that, and that's just one that, that for me stood out as we were kind of going through those, those simple coaching questions. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Yeah. And what's coming up for me also as we're, we're talking about, you know, how do we bring coaching in as a mid-level manager is I, I think it's about having resources. You know, you, you, you referenced, you know, a book that you use. I've got a, a book here that I use. It's just called Coaching Questions. Um, there's uh, other, other lists that are just, you know, like, you know, a number of interesting questions you can ask. And then we, you know, in our prior episodes with our different assessments that we've, we've had guests on and spoke about, 
I, I think that's one of the key things we can do to try and bring up our coaching skills as a mid-level manager is just building a resource library. Hmm, you, you, never know, you know, that question, when you do ask it at some point, you're like, Hey, well, wow, that's that I had thought about that, or this is a new scenario. So you're, you know, building a, a resource library for yourself, I, I think is a, is a key thing as coaches that we do. Uh, I have quite a library I've built over the years of, of different, you know, different people have different ways of doing things. And, and, you know, as you work through your career, you'll find different scenarios. So, you know, the more tools we can arm ourselves with as a manager, the better, better off we will be in that role. Absolutely, Chad. Yeah, that really resonates. Um, one thing I enjoy doing is listening to audible uh, audio books. And when I hear a word I don't uh, recognize, uh, or use frequently ignominious was the last one I haven't looked it up yet so I don't know what it means but uh, I just I really like taking note of that oh okay ignominious like I gotta I need to know what that means right um, and how cool would it be to use that and kind of expand my vocabulary well if I never hear these words then my vocabulary is not going to expand and I think coaching is absolutely the same reading these questions hearing these questions thinking about it it's how it sort of gets ingrained in us where maybe we're pulling from different resources and we're asking the question. We're not even thinking about it, but it just sort of lives and breathes and comes out of us um, from the things that we've read. And so yeah, I absolutely think it kind of builds those muscles for even how to ask a question and how to, how simple it is. Right. I mean, what else? Yeah. It doesn't need to be this. It's two words. Doesn't need to be complicated. And, I, and we're, I think we're, we, the, you know, mankind, human race, whatever you want to put it, sometimes I think we're really good at overcomplicating things. Um, mm -hmm. Just keep us at what else? You know, the, the solution to your problem may be right around the corner if we just mm -hmm. step step back. And and uh, and that, that's why, you know, the, the coaching profession and whatnot is is, is so valuable because it, it is just removing yourself from, you're, you're not part of the team, really. You're just an outside body. And and, you know, when we can switch ourselves, if we're okay, we are a leader in the organization, but if, if we can just put a different hat on for the moment and say, I'm in coach role and, and understand what that role is and just step back and ask questions without um, attachment to the outcome. Right, right. Then it allows people to think and answer the question, just simple question, what else? Or you know, what do you want? Or what would work here? Um, it just bonds thought without judgment and mm -hmm. the way we go we've got something else to consider so. yeah some creativity happening and i i think as you said it it's hard in the workplace because we are attached to the solution oftentimes and so i yeah love that you said that about um, just being attached to the outcome because i think as coaches we really get to not be attached and i think it's important to do that in the workplace as well where um stepping back and asking questions uh, certainly in a way that's detached is super helpful uh, to, to coming up with the creative solutions from our team to coming up with the best solutions. Um, yeah. So yeah, just, you said that. I love as we, as we talk through these things, but you know, if you think about that, you know, when you are, you, you, you are in a role, you're in a, you're in a workplace, you're on a team. Right. If you do take a moment to step back from it and take the coaching role and be unattached to the outcome, it gives an opportunity to find out, is my ego getting in the way? 
Mm-hmm. Am I more attached to me looking successful that I did this versus we're, we have a mission statement as a team, as an organization, and we're moving towards that. And I think sometimes we, we get so attached to doing things a certain way. We don't see that it's our ego that's keeping us down that path instead of, mm-hmm. oh, wait a minute, let's, let's step back, you know, have so, sometimes, and, and I, I learned this from being in a, in a ISO, you know, international standards organization, certified manufacturing plant, uh, where we had to have six month audits from somebody outside the factory come through our stuff. Because it, you know, to really drive your quality to the next level, you really have to have outside eyeballs. Because mm-hmm. you, you get so close to it, you can't see where you're, you're that you're about to fall off a cliff, you know. And yeah. and, uh, and I think that that's one of the mindsets of coaching that we we can bring in as we bring it in as leaders is to this every once in a while take an unattached approach, right? Step back, ask those questions, and and you might find that. Um, the the team it does drive engagement up, which is again what we're what this is really all about is creating a more engaged workforce. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, awesome. So as we, I think we're nearing the end here. Uh, anything you want to add as we wrap up? And I think, uh... well, certainly hope the listener finds value in this. Uh, hope we gave a couple practical questions that you could ask, whether it's, um, you know, this resource or that resource, but certainly being able able to ask a couple of key questions, what's on your mind, uh, what else, how can I help, um, what's the real challenge for you, those are all kind of from that book that I mentioned. Um, But uh, yeah, also to the listener, um, finding that balance, whatever that balance is for you in the directive, Give you, offering feedback, offering leadership, and asking questions along the way. I certainly hope that helps in having engaged employees. Yeah, excellent. Yep. And then just think about, you know, all these things we put together, even this podcast could be one of the resources in your toolbox. Uh, you know, build build that toolbox out. Consider, mm-hmm. consider books, handouts, flyers, you know, whatever it is that works for you that adds to your coaching repertoire. Uh, you know, bring that in. Use it in your team. Uh, it, it will help. I, I, I know it in my heart. I, I can feel it. That's why we started this. Uh, the more we bring coaching into the workplace, the more we can drive engagement. And it just it just trickles down from there. It touches all aspects of our life from there. So again, I, I hope you enjoy this this episode. Like like Jake said, you know, like like and share this. Uh, build up the the, the listening base and uh, follow us on on LinkedIn and our visit our website at pinnacleleadershipadvancement.com.